0: your savings out on loan you must peg it. If there's a problem with your bum you must peg it. If you torturing your I really want to your love. If you're torturing your love you must peg it. Okay. Now peg it. Peg it good. good. Into shape. Make it cry. (laughs) Uh, Get in shape. Goodness. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are Kinkcast. My name is Joe Ryan, and I am so funny that I got kicked out of the hospital because I was visiting a family member who just had throat surgery, and I am too funny. And so the nurses made me leave the hospital.
1: Was that a joke?
0: No, that's actually a thing that happened this past weekend.
2: Wow. But
0: they were on a lot of morphine, so you know I'm not Ryan was or the nurses were me i'm joe ryan you were kicked out of the hospital and i was kicked out of the hospital because i was visiting a family member who had throat surgery and i just kept making like little sardonic remarks like i do and they laughed too much
2: so they couldn't handle your funny
1: the stitches couldn't
2: oh oh i thought you meant like the nursing staff like, you're
1: telling you me you <laughs> had them in stitches ah! i had them oh. out of stitches <laughs> Um,
0: oh. Anyways, I'm Joe Ryan. This is Kinkcast. Oh, sorry, I'm Joe Rogan. Or maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm. Uh, I maybe was wondering, Florence you're... and the Machine. Who am I thinking? Mark Maron. I'm Mark Maron.
1: Florence and the Machine.
0: Yeah, I, I thought of Mark Maron's name. I couldn't think of it, and my brain leapt to Florence and the Machine. I am brain damaged. How did that go there? We played word association last week. You know that my my mind is a deep enigma.
2: It's a complex web of all the things.
0: Like the Mariana Trench, filled with tiny plastic figures.
2: Yeah, that.
0: Oh. Where a megalodon lives. Named Joe Ryan. In your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We're still talking about your brain, right? Not the Mariana Trench.
2: Hey guys, I'm Dana.
0: You should talk about yourself for a while, because I'm kind of hogging it tonight.
2: Um, I really want to talk about crazy thing a little little thing called pegging
0: can we keep it pg
2: can we keep it p-e-g
0: <laughs> proctor and oh. gamble is an evil corporation raping our country and the world at large all right we, who I'm are Chris you? morgan
2: we need to cut the raping talk
0: well p proctor and gamble i
2: said p-e-g i know p-n-g
0: what well they're just p and g i think yeah like P a- ampersand g which is a picture format. Who are you? I'm Chris Morgan. I said that. Well, you're Chris P. Bacon, and no. the P stands for pegging. Chris pegs bacon. Okay.
2: Oh, that's that's fantastic.
0: I get a little punny tonight. I like it. Uh, yeah, if you have... If this is your first episode. Let me start off by saying welcome. This is very explicit. If you're under the age of probably 18, uh, stop. Or continue. Or continue. Just don't... don't. Do anything illegal?
2: Also, that um,
0: well, if you're over eighteen, also, do, also don't do anything illegal. No, do do <laughs> like mushrooms at least once. But and... this
2: is this is Kinkcast. We are a sex positive uh, podcast talking about all kinds of different kinks, all kinds of different fetishes,
0: alternative
1: sexual lifestyles. Ooh, yeah.
2: alternative sexual lifestyles. And so, um, yeah, we're gonna keep it positive.
1: We're today. trying to normalize alternative. Yeah, yeah, just like they did with alt rock.
2: Sex is fun. Sex is fun, and
1: sex is weird,
0: and there's nothing wrong with weird sex. Yeah, unless it's harmful to people. Yes, but uh, I don't think that we're going to get too much into harm. This is kind of a fun one. Unless it's harmful to people without their consent. Yeah, I mean, as always, if this is your first episode, which I I think we're getting more listeners, so this might be somebody's first. um, If it's your first time, uh, you know, we practice safe, sane, consensual. Which is all about, you know, you shouldn't manipulate people into sex. You shouldn't pressure people into sex stuff they don't want to do. Just be groovy. Find other groovy people who are into the same shit you're into. And uh, as long as you're being safe and practicing safe, it's the safety that goes with whatever kink you're into. Everything's groovy. Keep
2: it S-S-C. Yes, groovy?
0: Sane and consensual. I'm bringing groovy back. I'm bringing groovy back. I like it. I'm bringing Groovy back.
2: Especially because we want to make especially sure that this episode today, we're keeping it looby and groovy.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Dana, you're getting brownie points. He's lots of Lou. Uh yeah. So with that said, we always start off with a, a dumb joke round before we get into the actual substance of the episode. If Why does that round go on for an hour and a half? Uh, well, when do we get to the substance? Introductions have been getting longer and longer because I've uh, that's the I've been podcast. getting funnier and funnier, but that's the nature of um, the podcast, scene too. Yes, it is. So, uh, things
2: you shouldn't put in your rectum.
0: No, we're uh, oh. doing uh, pitch a peg. So you are the CEO of uh, of Pegstar International, and you are the the head of the. You need to you know put some blood into this company. You need to stick a peg up its butt so that it makes money again. Mm-hmm. Oh, did someone forget to silence their phone?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Anyways, uh, Dana, pitch me a peg. What what peg is going to sweep the nation as the most popular one?
2: Ooh. Um, I think the newest kind of pegging utensil is going to be the cleaning peg, uh, where it uh, is basically a silicone attachment. It attaches to the back end of a broom so you can clean while you're also enjoying the fact that you're sweeping things. You forget
0: where a corner is. Or you might...
2: mopping things.
0: You might impact your intestines.
2: Yeah, you gotta be careful. It's gonna have a, a semi-flexible more, right? long shaft that attaches to a broom. Therefore, you can double up. It's it's just. Well, it's very... also.
1: It should have a hilt.
2: Yes. Yes. That it,
1: way, yes, it keeps it, it from would. going all the way in.
2: Absolutely. Uh, we don't want to impale anybody, right? Um, only mildly. So isn't that
1: what we're gonna be talking about this whole episode? Hilt's and Inta- impaling, impaling, um, yeah. and safe impaling. Yeah.
2: That's only for only if your name is Vlad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you Allowed to use that full of
0: Vlad, Vlad the Pegger. I think this show just discovered its sign off. What? Is safe and paling. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness!
0: <laughs> safe and paling, kids. Um, Keep it groovy.
2: Well, I just I think that that I think that's what they need to make next. You know, the joke is for a long time that. Uh, witches used to ride brooms because it was pleasurable, like the ends of brooms.
0: Oh, wait, so when that's we came from. when we yeah. see the Kiki's delivery service them on top of the oh, broom. Jesus, that's a child. Well, Harry Potter then. <laughs> um, Those are still children. No, to me, he's an adult now because I, I, I saw Hocus
2: Pocus. Okay, pocus, right. pocus. when I think of Hocus
0: Pocus. I, are they supposed to be riding the broom on the end of it and that, not that it was
1: originally it was like oh a broom can be used as sexual pleasure. Uh-huh.
2: uh-huh. And we actually see that in some popular television shows like Salem. The girl actually unscrews the very end of the broomstick and actually uses it as a dildo. Anyways. Dana's, so, jo- Dana's, Dana's
1: joke there was that Salem was popular. <laughs> <laughs> two fingers I've up for that two one. i pegs
2: for you to sit on right now.
0: So, Dana, um, yours is fun. That's a fun toy as far as pitch a peg off goes. Off the top of my
2: head with the little notice that I have, that's the first thing I thought of. Why not make it for men or those who have prostates?
1: Mine is actually going to be marketing. I think we need a celebrity and uh, a spokesperson. Smokesperson. So I'm hiring a... Smoke from Mortal Kombat. Katie Seagal to reprise her role as Peggy Bundy from... (laughs) Oh, boy. From Married with Children. (laughs) And uh, she's going to be talking about uh Pegging her husband, Al. You don't want to hire uh, Peggy Hill? <laughs> oh, Peggy Hill would work too. Imagine <laughs> but Hank Hill's a... <laughs> micro-ass and the
0: amount of shame that
1: would go into that. Uh, I do believe Peg Bundy was a uh, much more overt sex symbol than Al. Uh, uh. Peggy Hill. Probably a little bit.
0: Uh, I pitched this <laughs> That's game... That's
1: point of her character.
0: I pitched this game before I had a, uh, a solid answer and the best thing I could come up with on short notice is, like, a sharper image peg series, Ooh. so where it's just, like, needlessly fancy. Mm-hmm. I think what I imagined was, like, you know those, uh, what are those balls called where there's five metal balls that swing and hit each other? The pretentious people have on their desks? Uh, the little yeah.
1: pendulums. Pendulum.
0: they uh, uh, it's like it's a someone's it's pendulum. A it's a
2: cradle. It's like Newton's cradle. Newton's
0: cradle, that's it. Yeah, well, mine's just a. I was new- going to
1: say Darwin's pendulum. Mine's <laughs> just slightly. Darwin's
0: pendulum. <laughs> Copernicus's ball aquarium.
2: So wait, the very last ball has a pegging device on it, and so every time the ball hits, it goes, and then it like hits the thing. and
1: then. The oh. only problem I would have with this is a company called Sharper selling
2: <laughs> pegging <laughs> devices. Uh.
1: Fair
2: point there. You make a fair point. But think about it. Everything you buy at Sharper Image is like really either tech-savvy or it's meant to like well, be bankrupt. really comf- comforting. Yeah, so. no, they're, it's
0: bankrupt. Yeah. Now they're, I'm not surprised. Their competitors survived, though, and they have a name that's like... Brookstone. Oh. Okay, yeah, and that, I would trust a sex toy from Brookstone. They mm-hmm. they sell sex toys. They sell back massagers that are vaguely phallic-shaped, all right? Um, anyways.
2: Intimate massagers?
0: Personal massagers. Personal massagers. Don't call is. them vibrators or you'll make people uncomfortable. Or do, I don't
1: care. I also don't think you can call them vibrators in Texas. Yeah, you, uh,
0: marital aids. Yeah, not with Ted or, Cruz uh, in the White House. Devices. Um, but no, I'm actually liking my idea more and more. Where it's like a, it's a Copernicus's orb aquarium, a Newton's cradle, a Newton's cradle, except like they're all little sex toys, and the last one's a little pegging device, and there's like little anal beads, and then um, the
1: second to last one is the harness.
0: Yeah, and one's probably you know one's like a nice little pouch that holds your. Uh, your, your lubes and your your vampire teeth what have you
1: oh this is like a rube goldberg machine it hits the pouch of lube, squirts that all over <laughs> yeah. yeah it's
0: a rube goldberg machine except you get to be the rube who's goldberg <laughs> can
2: one of them please be the ovipositor
0: yes oh. it'll lay an egg in you which then makes a nice lunch let's <laughs> let's jump it. right in steve <laughs> why do you always go to the bathroom before lunch my, com- my complex rude Girl Goldberg machine. It's where I store my loom. Uh, let's dive right into pegging. Um, I have down subject number one. What is pegging?
2: Oh, I had to ask myself this question because I vaguely, like, I know what it is.
0: Webster's it is, Dictionary defines are, pegging.
2: Yeah, no, how do we, like, actually define this? Because I feel like this is another one of those terms that's, like, omnibus has has like a broad application um so i found that pegging is also known as bend over boyfriend or (laughs) bob um it offers a new world of simulation for everyone there is no one way to peg as long as you're following the basics of safe anal play
1: so what is pegging (laughs) since we did not answer that question
2: it is backdoor play
1: it's anal for uh, it's a guy being done by his uh, significant other. It's anyone with not a prostate toys.
0: be having their prostate simulated.
1: But or, gay sex is not pegging.
0: No, because a dick is not pegging. You can be pegged by a dick, but pegging is not a dick. See. I, it gets confused. I'm
2: confused, too, because a lot of the toys that I saw that were advertised for pegging were for either women to use on men. Like, okay, let's say like it's a strap-on. Or, or it was fun, something to go over a penis to be used for pegging purposes. So,
0: you know, let's just use the the familiar term without trying to get like PC or too deep. Is uh, pegging as a term that I am familiar with? It before that we went into this week is yeah. it is a lady fucking a dude up his butt.
1: Yeah, right. uh, that's
0: kind of that. That's the, the general sense. It's an
1: inorganic object being used as a sex object.
0: Cucumbers are organic. In the butt.
1: Okay, well, it's carrots still. are organic. A non-human object being shoved up someone's anus to stimulate the prostate.
2: Or can it? It can be for women too, though.
1: I think a, a lady can, can peg a
0: lady.
2: Yeah, I think that's a thing. That's a thing, and at least at least the research that I found.
0: I think sure maybe that. we could it's... just to, to to simmer this down to its most essential ingredients. Mm-hmm. I think this is anal play with a dildo. Okay. I think that's what I would what yeah. I would call pegging. I think there's associations with it of it being a female playing with a dude's ass but I think that that is kind of one instance uh-huh. and that doesn't have to cover the entire thing.
2: For me and my, my understanding before this before my research for this episode, I really thought it, it always involved a harness. Of some sort, or a strap like on, a strap on, yeah. So like, it has to be like you have to use a toy of some sort to penetrate somebody else's butt.
1: It's the role reversal. I, guess I didn't, I didn't think about that when looking up stuff, but uh, yeah, that's kind of how I thought mm-hmm. of it too. Mm-hmm. I it, that never made any realization to me. I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That it's any kind of dildo. Yeah,
0: I think if we did a, a man on the street and we just went up to random New Yorkers and like, hey, can you define pegging? I, I think that the I'm walking here yeah first off they'd say they're walking here that's all New Yorkers do or they do that thing like from that Josh on the street show where he asks her questions she goes, no <laughs> and then he keeps trying to ask her questions Goes, because and she just runs away anyways uh, we should
2: I, do that we should do a segment where we're walking around town asking people to define
0: I feel like we'd be making people uncomfortable for yeah. like that's we'd be, be violating their, we'd be violating their space to ask them a sexual okay, question like, which, right. which feels against the spirit of the show
1: it's also not a josh on the street type thing it's walking up to someone and asking them hey we have a sex show would you be up to being interviewed anonymously
0: we have a survey program that is about human intimacy would you like to talk to us so we can get some opinions and feedback about our Intimacy-based program. Like, Tell
2: me about your marital
0: age. <laughs> <laughs> you take you, you take your method. I'll take mine. We'll see who gets. More All of this has just been to say that pegging to the to the layman to the unkinky freedman is to take a <laughs> marital aid and strap it around a lady so she can put it inside of a boy, because there's only two genders, as 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 we know. It, if we, I'm being sarcastic.
1: If, but no, if we are doing a survey, I would bet that that is how most people would define it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a
1: dude getting done by his chick, bro.
0: Yeah, role reversal. Which is, a, which is cute. It's a kid. Like,
2: which I think that same idea that it's like, just a role reversal in a heterosexual kind of relationship by this phrase bend over boyfriend. Yeah. That's, I feel like as soon as I wrote that down, I was like, Oh, we have to talk about that because anybody can peg anybody. Sometimes in twos and threes
0: and fours. Well, like, we we talk about this every week. Human of pagan. It's always strange how, whenever a discussion on a kink begins, it always is through the lens of a heteronormative relationship.
1: Right. Which it's every every questionnaire that I saw about this was always asking a woman about pegging their significant other Mm -hmm. but you know let's just go ahead and dive
0: into that first before we get into um any kind of homosexual relationship and and, you know of course as always i take gender with a grain of salt because everyone has their own way of defining it but for the the sake of this conversation i I think we're going to be looking at it as binary and i I think that's okay for the sake of this discussion i
2: well
0: okay anyone's allowed to i'm defining confines for the conversation and now i'm just eating my own shoe uh um, I did
1: I did see a definition that said that it was about stimulating the prostate. Yes, yeah. So anybody with well. a
0: prostate no matter what they identify as.
1: But let's talk about the role
0: reversal of a female fucking a man. Okay. Before we dive into anything else. Now that we've we've oh, established got the that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's kind of cute. <laughs> I can't say that I would be into it, but I'm a pretty non-kinky person. Mm-hmm. But like I think it's a sweet idea. Of like a couple being able to be into it where it's just like, yeah. let me fuck you. <laughs> like you fuck me all the time. Let me fuck you. Well that's that's, that's, that's cute. the cool
2: part about it. It's like, oh my gosh, finally, um, I get to I get to try out this the other side of the, you know, the penis well, the phallus the, object, you the know?
1: Funny thing I saw is that most of the women that were questioned about it said that it wasn't their idea. It was their partner's idea. Yes.
0: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me too much.
1: But yeah. it was the guy who was like Hey, I kinda wanna try this.
0: Well, especially
2: as as people with prostates get older, um, sometimes those, you know, sensory, you know, things really help whenever it comes to, you know, lovey dovey time because as you get older, sometimes things don't work quite as the way that they should. And that means that you have to kind of try some new things.
0: Well, and there's lots of folks like teach
2: an old dog new tricks.
0: There's lots of dudes who are probably like a one on the Kinsey scale, completely yeah. heterosexual, but still love having stuff done to their butt. Oh, That's yeah. a huge part of the population. But then you also have people who are maybe a two or a three or even a four on the Kinsey scale mm-hmm. where it kind of relieves that that need for intimacy from a man to be able to get it from a woman mm-hmm. in, a, in a sort of simulated sense, especially in a uh, closed off relationship where they can't oh, pursue things with men anymore. I don't anymore. really
2: think that it has anything to do with the Kinsey scale. I think it just has to do with that particular part of the anatomy being very sensitive to, to touching. So...
0: I, I would say that it could go either way. I would say it's probably majority dudes who just like having stuff done to their butt. But I, I would say that there's probably some representative out there who likes mm-hmm. the the emotional side of it. The, the simulation of male intimacy. But I can't speak for everybody.
1: Well, I guess yeah, I could see how this would like feed into like the whole... Uh, chicks with dicks kind of that's a whole different thing well
0: and so you look at pegging tools and you're gonna have and I've always thought this about dildos and a lot of sex toys is there are sex toys designed to look as inhuman as possible they look like toothbrushes they're green and they're purple and they're blue and then you have sex toys that are designed to look more like it's just a a human being Mm -hmm. so I I think you could make an argument that as far as the the tools of pegging go I think they'd say something maybe people are indifferent to it but if if you have a, a guy who likes his girlfriend to wear a a green dildo that's just Mm -hmm. kind of like shaped like a banana you know maybe it's just about the feeling but Mm -hmm. if he's into the visual of his girlfriend wearing a a dildo that looks like it's part of her flesh and Mm -hmm. that that matches her skin tone and can get into the imagery that it's really hers Mm -hmm. maybe that does have some sort of emotional connection to to gender
2: yeah okay i can definitely see that perhaps i was a little closed-minded and i don't think it has anything to do with it but i can see your point i can totally see your point Um, But I also think it's kind of an interesting thing to think about the power dynamic shift as well. So maybe it is emotional, but maybe it's also like, oh, like, uh, you know, there's typically an aggressor uh, kind of role with all of that as well. And so it's interesting to see the other partner who's usually not the aggressor take on that role. For
1: the female to take on the uh, penetrator role instead of the penetrate
0: Mm-hmm. well a lot of fetishes deal in opposites mm-hmm. you, you know you look at uh fetishes where someone is attracted to people much older than they should than quote unquote they should be right because it's not expected it's an inversion and so this is another fetish that is similar to an inversion it's 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 breaking the rules to create something new mm-hmm. to break the wheel
2: well and it's important for anyone listening um especially to this episode i did want to mention a few things yeah just for beginners
0: um, are we getting into safety? Are we transitioning to to the next topic? is as...
2: well, I just wanted to mention a few things about like even before you think about getting into pegging what you should think about and and like kind of work through on your own before actually getting into pegging. Is that a fair thing to discuss?
0: Sure, let's move into it okay i think right. we I think we've covered I wanted to bring up the fact that uh dogs. Whenever dogs are growing up in litters, mm-hmm. the girl dogs will fuck the boy dogs. They'll do the humping thing mm-hmm. only to establish dominance. And I was trying to work that in the conversation. It never really fit. Now I've said it and we can move
1: on. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of women call it empowering. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's kind of neat. And also to be able to kind of offer their partners the kind of pleasure that maybe a lot of women experience. Like some some orgasms are harder whenever the prostate is involved.
1: So, like the new Star Wars movies, it's all about female empowerment. <laughs> well, and also,
2: a different kind of pleasure for both partners. Yes. Yeah. Um, especially with some of the toys that I found this week. Okay. Um, I They're all say,
1: dildos. Spoiler.
2: Uh, before diving in, it's important to work by yourself to relax your rectal muscles and use plenty of lube, um... And to go, like, you know, just start with your fingers before actually progressing onto toys and larger products. So, before you actually get into pegging, you need to (laughs) know your anus. Um, Because, unfortunately, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of injuries can happen if you're not careful. Um, um, Also, make sure you know your anatomy, where those pleasure zones are, and where angles may help to achieve a greater effect. Angles play a large role in this.
1: Yes, uh, for that. I actually read a uh, method for testing both your fingers and your toys. Uh, Rub them against nylon pantyhose. If it has a rough edge that could injure the rectal lining, because the rectal lining is much thinner than uh, vaginal lining would be, uh, it would catch on the pantyhose oh my goodness yeah actually
0: i wanted to propose something that i've been thinking about for this episode and that's the idea that uh on this show we have the fdi the fetish danger index which isn't a scale of discouragement it's a scale of how aware you should be before you get into something i don't think anything involving the butt can be below a two Mm -hmm. or maybe even a three because as much as we're not discouraging butt play or doing stuff with the butt the butt requires greater vigilance and greater responsibility because it is a more sensitive place. It's not that you shouldn't be doing stuff with it. It's that it's more sensitive, period. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I think that there's a lot of folks who try butt stuff for the first time probably and just kind of assume it's going to just work naturally and normally. But no, you kind of have to research that thing. I think... Not to create like a, a sex ten commandments, but mm. I think you really got to know your butt before you you put it out on the field.
1: So I actually have uh, a list of four rules from the uh, Encyclopedia of Unusual Sexual Practices: Don't get it wet. Uh, for, uh, for don't let it sex. expose to daylight. Yeah. Don't feed in it after midnight. Is uh, communicate with your partner. Don't surprise them. Uh, lubrication with water based uh, lube and uh, a condom. What she also insisted on: uh, relaxing and pushing out with the anus muscles.
0: Like you're taking a shit. Yes. Except that shit is a dick yes. or a dildo. And then
1: objects are not to be. Or I believe this one is for
0: shit. Beginners? I kicked the table. I'm so sorry. Yeah.
1: I believe this one is for beginners. Is that uh, objects are not to be poked into the partner, but rather held in place as the partner pushes back onto the objects. That makes sense.
2: Yeah, um, that's what I found as well, and it's really good to do all of this. Some of that stuff, like to actually explore some of that before you even work with a partner at all. Um, schedule a lot of warm up time. It takes time for rectal muscles to relax, but it's well worth the wait.
1: Yes, a lot of foreplay, a lot of fingering,
2: was mm-hmm. recommended. Sharpies. You can't just go at it like a like a good old vag. You gotta like kind of work your way into. It.
1: There's a reason that Vages sharpies also require foreplay, though. Yes. They yes.
0: Do. But there's a reason why sharpies have the clips. So they can't get lost in the butt.
1: Oh, I thought it was just so that you could like hold on to it up there real quick so you could just pull or it put up. a string, yeah. put a string through it.
0: You know about sharpies? No. Sharpying is a activity where people will measure how much their asshole can take by measuring it in sharpies. Pretty much everyone can stick a sharpie up their butt, but can you do 2? Can you do 3? Can you be like some of the Reddit superstars who can fit like 19? I thought you measured based upon fingers. That's why you ordered two fingers of whiskey at a bar. Look at my finger. That's about a Sharpie.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. You order, like, two fingers of whiskey. That way you're that drunk. Two fingers of whiskey.
2: Oh, goodness gracious. We are... Uh, give me two Sharpies of whiskey. All these beginners listening right now are like, what? Two fingers? What? Whiskey? I think we're,
1: we're also, giving good advice. It's important uh, to look out for signs of internal in- injury. Uh, a sudden uh, change in the frequency of defecation. Abdominal pain pain with bowel movements, blood, black or bloody feces, internal bleeding, and a discharge of mucus from rectum, and uh, in parentheses, she put not including semen. Discharge of mucus from a rectum.
0: Also, one, thing. one more
2: thing I wanted to mention. Was that be aware that some people will lose their erections when penetrated, but this doesn't mean that they're not extremely turned on?
0: Didn't we discuss this last week? Is that we've yeah. heard some people say that they come when like they, they get super hard and come
1: then, and then uh-huh. other people say that they can't get hard while yeah. they're. Recently, but we've been having like. Come back. Recently, we've been having like paired episodes where our back-to-back episodes will happen to just be on very similar topics and kind of mm-hmm. fade into each other. And another. that's what uh, we had a. Uh, Clismophilia last week, and then this week we have pegging, so both butt stuff. I believe the week before that, we both had
0: uh,
1: lesbian type. (laughs) Welcome to butt month. I'm just kidding, I'm
0: just kidding.
1: (laughs) I mean, we're already on a roll. What's next week? I don't
2: know. I'll have to look. So, Um, uh,
1: so June is butt month.
0: I'm happy with June being butt month because June is kind of like one of the first like hot months, (laughs) so like.
1: so you stay inside and practice with your butt no people are
0: showing more butt you know
2: we can change things around and make it butt month.
0: what is next week
2: next week is milf dilf
0: yeah milfs and dilfs guess what they have butts
1: (laughs) do we almost do we have other butt related topics
2: yeah
0: we can make a whole month of butt. woody harrelson does not have a butt from that scene in the thin red
1: line oh i thought you were gonna say solo
0: no, have you seen the th- that scene from The Thin Red Line? Where Probably. Woody Harrelson has a grenade on his belt, and he accidentally pulls only the pin, and then he looks at the pin like, oh, shit, and then... And then he takes a shit. No, well, and then he... No,
1: because he doesn't have a butt anymore. No, I, have, I guess I have not seen Thin Red Line. Uh-huh. And then he's dying, and he says, I, can, I blew I my butt off. or
2: something, but as for now, our next week is scheduled to be milf-dilf.
1: You know, we'll keep it at Stay this. tuned for possible butts. Stay tuned for possible butt month.
2: Because we like talking about butts.
1: We're gonna have themed months from this point on.
0: <laughs> A whole month of Sonic characters with individual episodes. Oh, so,
1: no, that's next year. That's the whole year. <laughs> the whole year. So welcome to Sonic year. Oh, goodness. oh boy. It's the year of the hedgehog. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> Gotta go first. Oh my goodness. But
2: no, this is this is really cool because we haven't really talked about like. Anal play too much. We've talked about it in the context of, like, other fetishes, but we've never really, like, really talked about butts.
0: So I want to go ahead and move into our next topic of conversation, which I want to propose in the form of a question. Okay. Does the role reversal of pegging or pegging in any kind of relationship, is it inherently BDSM, or can it be something outside of BDSM? Because it is a a power structure thing. It is having a dominant and a submissive, as is a person with...
1: then... I could make the exact same argument that that vanilla basic sex based upon your question is BDSM. I, I know,
0: I'm just posing the question because it's obvious, but it opens a topic. I know that it's not doesn't have to be BDSM. I'm just, I'm hope okay.
1: I think all sex requires a, a dominant and a submissive type, but that doesn't make it BDSM. Yes, Dana, with your hand raised.
2: Yes, my hand is raised because um, I think BDSM is what? Bondage, sadomasochistic... Wait.
0: That's it. Yeah. Dominance. Oh. Bondage, dominance, mm-hmm. sadomasochism. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's it. Um, So I don't think it really falls into that. I don't think it does. Um, unless you get into, like, I'm strapping you down to the bed and, like...
1: And you're going to take it up your butt.
2: And you're going to take it up your butt.
0: I can imagine pegging being a huge part of establishing a dominant relationship. Oh, yeah. But I would not... I would guess that even the majority of pegging is not being performed in a BDSM
1: sense. Yeah,
0: but pegging could be a feature of BDSM. Like uh, when a dominatrix has like a rounded edge of like her stiletto and she fucks a dude with the ending of her stiletto. I think I saw that in a movie
1: once.
2: That sounds fun. I want those
1: shoes. Dildo heels. Dildo heels. We need to figure out a way to separate like these kind of things between like, like, A sex type, and then like a sex action. Where this is this is like an action that can be incorporated in any different ideas. It's a verb.
0: Yeah, sex verbs and sex nouns is kind of a loose way to put it. Like fucking and
1: fucking. Yeah.
2: Well, that just convoluted everything. (laughs) It's a verb. It's a noun. It's an adjective. It's an expletive. It's,
1: it's whatever you everything. want it to be.
2: Everything. Very cool. So what else did Gel find? Are we talking pop culture this time or?
0: Well, uh, pegging is one of those things that's not going to be brought up on your, your daytime television shows. Definitely but not. I would be astounded if It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia didn't have a reference to pegging somewhere. I guess there was uh, Max, Pike, Max, I mean, Max Pike. Max bike.
2: I feel like I've watched a lot of shows where they reference some kind of funny strap-ons.
0: The L word had strap-ons.
2: Or at least games where they play with strap-ons like, I don't know, with the rings and the ring toss and some, yeah. somebody's wearing a nice strap-on. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so are we moving into pop culture? Already? Yeah. Oh, sorry. we still got a lot to talk about. I know, yes.
1: but we're just having fun.
2: I am just... Well, uh, Let's just keep it easy. Keep it yeah. groovy,
1: baby. Uh, so, uh, I, I want to jump <laughs> back to rules real quick. Oh. Use tools or toys that are designed for it. Uh, flared tips mostly uh, that way they don't get sucked up the butt
0: yeah I made a joke earlier about using a shoe but like and only a and a sharpie uh, yeah take that with a grain of salt as humor uh, if you're beginning something always use toys or else you're assuming a risk I mean the FDI is kind of some guidelines if you, if you go off course anything can well,
1: happen technically traffic cons have flared tips so
0: that's a big though
2: a great american challenge
1: <laughs> and yeah the great american challenge the 14 inch dildo that is uh like a foot around or something there's that too oh, <laughs> which
0: could be used as a trap. you could, could as well. murder a man with that
2: <laughs> yes you could yes
1: well and other, just I, through I like you would, a concussion i believe oh <laughs> i believe you would murder a man if you tried to shove that up there john wayne gacy i'm not allowed to
0: bring him up though sorry
1: yeah you always bring up serial killers
0: well, you know they're uh,
1: interesting. Uh, the prostate is located two inches up the front wall of the rectum and shaped like a small firm disc.
0: I would have guessed deeper, disc. and I would have guessed shaped like a Metroid. A disc. I
1: was thinking <laughs> it's it was... got little claws on it. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was thinking it was like egg shaped, but like a disc. Like, like a, like a disc. Like there's
1: like a, a hole in the side. Disc? Disc. A disc.
2: <laughs> okay, but which?
1: Like a
0: frisbee or like a CD. Yeah, like a circle. So that's a that's more of like a frisbee. Like a CD. But a CD has a hole in it. Does it have okay, a hole? Okay, the
1: prostate doesn't have a hole in it. Well, you said like a disc. Okay, oh, no, so the first okay. disc shape. No. I'm not walking around looking at people's prostates all day. A disc shape is not the same thing as a computer disc. A computer disc <laughs> is named after the shape, not the shape named after the disc. I think a discus it's shaped like a donut without a hole. <laughs> That's more confusing. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So the prostate. Or, or a two, bagel. Only two inches. Two inches up,
0: yeah. I would have guessed deeper.
2: Yeah, especially with some of the toys that they have out there.
0: Yeah, it's
1: on the front. Mm-hmm. On the front? Yeah. Kind what is that? Like that, what that does that, that
2: mean? That magical G-spot. I would goes assume the front
1: front of your body?
2: The old come hither
1: I would assume oh, the front yeah. of your body. That's what I'm. Assuming. You want to curl. You want to hook that. That yeah. yeah. You want to
2: you want to pet that.
1: You want to Disc. fish hook it.
2: <laughs> no, no. I think that's gone the wrong way. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. There we go. No. Okay. Chris um, will
0: find the G spot day. Now that
2: we're all making motions <laughs> with our with our fingers, Is it um,
1: Captain Ahab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm oh, I'm sure pink whale get, jokes have been made before. We're gonna get
1: that fish.
2: What else you got, Chris?
1: Uh, uh well, I. Uh, do we want to talk about laws real quick related to sodomy? I've got a lot of laws that are related to sodomy.
0: When, the, when Thomas Jefferson created this country, he really wanted two things. He wanted to keep the church separate, separate from the state because he recognized that Christianity, while a fine religion in its own right, had no business being in the house of government because when Christianity becomes an arm of government, it warps into something that's not Christ-like at all and is Thomas actually quite Jefferson dangerous. Thomas
1: also not a Christian, but
0: but you know he was he was against christianity being warped yeah. into the church, into the state but he also really knew that people should not be putting things up their butt and it was supposed to be one of Only the
1: up their slaves thomas jefferson oh, oh. oh. was okay. a bad person
0: my joke hey my joke was fine cuz it was about one of the articles of confederation <sighs> being about thomas jefferson was a bad person
2: I'm going to get a Nerf gun and whenever y'all say something inappropriate.
1: About serial killers or rapers?
2: I'm just going like, <laughs> to pop you guys. like.
1: Thomas Jefferson is one of my least favorite presidents.
0: Andrew Jackson is my hey, second. let's talk that about That one is law. my least favorite.
2: Let's talk about So,
0: uh, yeah, there are some people who believe that it's the government's place to say what you can and can't do with your butt, which is actually it's unreasonable but also like mm, it's actually unconstitutional yeah it is unconstitutional
2: they're inside of your butt there are police (laughs) 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 they're in the white house too
1: yeah as of 2014 there were still 12 states with laws against sodomy one of them even made it a felony a felony for butt stuff yes they called it buggering thank you south carolina that's an offensive term even i think no buggering is a uh, british term for having sex i thought it was a, a, a british term for butt sex that doesn't make it offensive i thought bugger
0: was like a was like a well a homophobic slur in some places
1: mm, maybe uh, uh so texas kansas oklahoma it is illegal for gay couples to engage in sodomy not for straight couples but you know, sodomy has more
0: definitions than people think because sodomy can include mouth to um to mouth to dick. No. Sodomy, there are some, I've heard that sodomy sodomy
1: can include blowjobs. We're talking about sodomy as in anal. Just butts. Just butts. Uh, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Idaho, Louisiana, Michigan, North and South Carolina, and Utah, it is illegal for everyone to engage in anal sex. Sodomy. But,
2: no sex in your butt in all those places.
1: Uh, (laughs) I feel like I was singing a song like, song saw you teach at elementary school. Florida, Alabama, Iowa. <laughs> but sodomy laws were deemed unconstitutional in 2003. The Supreme Court case of Lawrence versus Texas, which started in 1998 when a gay Houston couple was arrested for engaging in sex. Uh, and there have been other attempts to arrest uh, gay people after that uh specifically in texas there was one where a couple was arrested for kissing at a restaurant that is sodomy if it's mouth to mouth
2: the eyes of texas are upon you. yeah and
1: then uh, i don't remember the other one but it was a group of people and it was not sexual it was a, a just a gay group of people that uh essentially these laws at some point just became an excuse to uh uh, prosecute. Okay.
0: I think that brings me into my next topic, <laughs> which uh, is not the most sex positive, but we're going to put a positive spin on it. Let, okay, let me ask you. Right. Right. Why do you think some people are so afraid of the butt? I think not wanting stuff in your own butt's fine. Like, I definitely don't want stuff in my butt, but it doesn't, like, scare me. Like, I'm cool having a conversation about it. If someone assumed that I wanted stuff in my butt, it would I wouldn't be up in arms about it. Like, uh-huh. my word. Why do you think some people are so fucking afraid of other people putting stuff in their butts. That
1: is a question that Brenda Love uh, posed, actually. She didn't have an answer for it. She was uh, just pointing out that uh, uh, the way that the prostate was evolved was so that uh, people would gain pleasure from defecating uh, as an evolutionary tool. And then that, along with uh, other things like kissing and nipples and that kind of thing, also Nip-nip. uh the way that the brain releases hormones for pleasure they all share the they're all essentially identical erogenous uh, zones yeah but also none of those were evolved as a sexual tool so that the but we also see them all as like fine we accept them all like people like you know sucking on nipples people kissing it, it's like okay well those are I don't know.
0: I don't think Ted Cruz wants people touching nipples. That's that's a little too extreme. We can
2: all appreciate the butt, but we can't touch it.
1: Yeah, so she she did pose the question of why are those all acceptable, but butt stuff is not. Yeah. The
2: butthole is terrifying
1: poop comes out of that
2: yeah that's an exit
1: only. i mean shit comes out of a lot of people's mouths too oh!
0: Oh!
2: there's the line of the Yo! show there's the line of the show that's he went it, right there. there
0: he went there oh my god he did it yes. he planted a flag on it he put a flag up its butt um <sighs> yeah i mean mine a lot too. a little american flag Which, if it starts to sink, the flag will catch it. All these
2: misconceptions (laughs) about butts and poop and things, and Chris just came over there and, like, kicks it and it's like, get out of here, you misconception about butts.
0: Which, by the way, stuff will happen with poop, but, like, if you're responsible and not drunk, like, it's not, it's not poop everywhere. If you're afraid of butt stuff and, like, are sheltered, it's not like you touch a butt and poop flies out of it. Also...
1: A pre-intercourse enema.
2: There you go. Consult our last episode. Do it safely. Our previous episode. So you listen to that episode first. Learn how to clean it out first, and get it nice and squeaky clean, squeaky, squeaky. And then you watch this. And And
1: one of the girls who engaged in this with her uh, significant other uh, recommended uh, latex gloves. Yeah, that makes sense. For uh, when you're getting the fingering going. Yeah. Easier cleanup. Yeah, you. I mean. It's also, not nice. shit everywhere. Is nice. that why people That's, are against it? That was it? one of the other things is that it helps uh, soften the nails.
0: Is it just like a societal like fear of poop that like we re- like we really want our toilets separate? We are very detached from it, which all makes sense. It is unsanitary. It a is hundred percent unsanitary. Well,
2: there's a shame shame attached to it. Yeah, That's you... why we're sneaky about our poops. They're smelly. We feel ashamed doing them in public bathrooms.
0: Everyone has memories of being, like, fucking berated for mm-hmm. it as children, which is probably, like, yeah. what
1: created the fetish for some people. Yeah. There's also a lot of shame attached to sex. Right. In general.
2: Yeah. Boom. We've talked about this correlation before. Thanks, Puritans. Yeah. But, yep, we have.
0: So you think that, like, the, the need to try and curb other people's interest in butts is, like, similar to the need for, like, sanitary bathrooms it is it's a misguided attempt at trying to make society healthier
1: yeah like if you also... saw someone
0: coughing on uh, under the salad bar not that that's what it is but that's what your assumption is
1: well i think you... it a, a lot of it is now or grew because uh, uh it's actually it wasn't till the late 60s that uh laws against sodomy specifically targeted uh gay couples before that it was intended to stop heterosexual couples as well, uh,
2: yeah, because only missionaries yeah,
1: It wasn't. Is it wasn't until the late '60s that they specifically targeted uh, specifically targeted homosexuals. So it does seem to me that a lot of this uh, anti butt stuff more came about as an anti gay thing.
0: What's button Latin? I'm gonna look it up. Just ignore me.
1: Gluteus. Oh, it'd be glutophobia. It'd be glutophobia, wouldn't it? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, no, that's, that's fear of gluten. Oh, it's fear of gluten. <laughs> Harsh.
2: Um, but no, it's kind of interesting. I think it has so much to do with not only like um, sanitization of like, okay, like it's a thing that smells, and people are like, oh, like, oh, did you find Hold something? on,
1: I've got something real quick. Okay. What did Julius Caesar say when he got pegged?
0: Something about stabbing in the
1: back.
2: That's a Maximus Pegasus you got there. A2
0: glutus. <laughs> uh... So uh, I looked it up, and it that's is good. an actual thing. It's a uh, fear of butts, and it is sphincter torsticophobia. See if you can pronounce that better than I can. Fear of butts. Yeah. Butt holes. Well, a fear of butts. Okay. The sphincter is, you know, that's the sphincter. muscle, right? Mm-hmm. The glute. The glute. Gluteus is the muscles of the butt. But. So really, the the gluteus is like not the butthole at all. It's Mm-mm. the muscles and the the two flesh mounds, and then the
1: sphincter is yeah. the little butthole. Yeah. Sphincters, Fear of butts. Some people are afraid of butts, man. It's like a it's a like a fifteen letter long word. Uh, what is
0: Saudi Arabia's stance on uh, sodomy? Very
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. Pro. <laughs> <They're>... Aggressively open-minded. <laughs> they, um, they believe that sod, sodium is great. There's a joke in there. Sodium? It's in there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere.
2: All right. Um.
1: I'm proud of my Julius Caesar one.
2: Yeah, I think that was very good. Very good. Um, uh,
1: I've been trying to work this in for a while. Two
2: sphinctus. <laughs> <laughs> you sphinctus. Oh, you too, sphinctay.
0: Uh, That's
2: history hour Thanks to Crispy Bacon <laughs> you know,
1: Crispy Bacon English Literature
0: Hour <laughs> uh, They sell dildos Well, they're, they're strap-ons where it's like If you have a smaller dick There's no shame in that You can be fucking a dildo that has a uh, uh, extension on it. Yeah. So it's I'll like, get into that. Is that gonna come up in product corner? Oh, I should yeah. save it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I would go ahead and make the, the guess here that pegging is pretty essential for the uh for the gay male community.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just an assumption. Or the community of people with prostates.
1: Well, it depends what we're defining. If we're defining it as a, a, a exclusively a toy going into the anus. Well, you know, let, let's let's uh, let's move
0: on to an idea that I had here. Uh, a quick topic I wanted to get into before we probably move into wrapping up. How, what are, what are we in time, Chris? Cut this out. Forty.
1: Forty-five. I thought you were saying cool. four minutes. Oh Jesus. my god! Our fastest episode yet,
0: uh, <laughs> and so concise. <laughs> um, so. I just want to say, I really have enjoyed this episode. This has been a really great episode. I've
2: never had so much fun talking
0: okay. about us. If this is your first episode... You're welcome. So uh, <laughs> I've got this as, a, as a, like a very mild idea. I want to see if we can get into this I, 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 at all. But um, the idea of people who get into prostate play mm-hmm. because of uh, inadequacy with their penis, be it from disability or even emotional trauma, mm-hmm. is people who discover that they they enjoy pegging because their dick don't work quite as well as it used to. Right. And so uh, I would call that therapeutic pegging. Did mm-hmm. you guys encounter any of that in your... Um, I mean. It's. I laugh at it, but no. genuinely, it's kind of a beautiful thing. In, in, um, in
2: my experience, sometimes those things work hand in hand. I have met people that really can't get a full hard on unless they have some kind of prostate stimulation uh, of one sort or another, whether whether actually going into the butthole or actually just rubbing outside of it, because there's places you can rub. On the outside of the body, too. Yes, that the perineum,
1: also... you can supposedly yeah. stimulate the prostate right. from there.
2: And that seems to work. And some people need that to or really get perineum. to that point. Yeah, perineum. Um, to really get to that point where they are hard enough to actually, you know, enjoy regular old, you know, penis and
0: the pee vagina. In the v- well, when people forget is that, you know people have this idea of sexual stimulation being entirely genital Uh when it doesn't have to be. And you can explore sexuality to find that sexual pleasure can come from other places besides the genitals. Mm -hmm. But then also you have people who are forced into it where by some, by some misfortune, they cannot receive genital pleasure and have to explore elsewhere. Right. And the prostate's a fine place. Yeah. It's a
2: very, very powerful erogenous zone. I, I would,
0: I mean, I'm still would afraid venture, of it.
2: I would venture to say that it's more than a Roger's zone because like an erogenous zone is like the chest or the thighs or something like that. But
0: like my little toe,
2: isn't it a packed, like, okay. I'm, Nerve bundle. There we go.
0: Whenever I hear nerve bundle, the image in my head is from the sharper image. Do you remember going there as a kid and they had those fiber lights?
1: Where it was <laughs> yeah. little it was
0: little LED lights that shot through like wig yes. hair? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I hear nerve bundle, that is the image that appears in my head. So whenever I've had any kind of adult conversation where they mention like, oh, The prostate, that's a nerve bundle. I just imagine like the little LED light sticking out of some dude's
1: butt. So I've been imagining the butt as like a dark cave where an explorer goes now like, i imagine an indiana Attaboyle jones hair. going through a butt like a giant butt and finding a nerve bundle <laughs> Just a glowing orb wait what is it he picks it up and then he gets chased by a giant rock yes. a giant
2: turd
0: <laughs> he tries oh to swap God. it out oh well, isn't it funny how we have like all these like the way we comprehend our bodies is through how we viewed it as children, and it still falls through with us <laughs> to adulthood. What is your association
1: with the butt? Like, oh, is that why I, Indiana Jones doesn't well, like snakes?
2: specifically? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> specifically, the prostate. When I think of prostate, I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't even know if I have one of those because I'm, Mm-mm. I don't have one. Of, okay, there we go. That answers <laughs> that question. I don't have one of those.
0: I made that but mistake on a previous that... episode and got prostate made. Prostate
1: is uh, of. where the sperm is generated.
2: Oh. Oh, is it really?
0: Sperm is generated in the butt? So we're all butt babies?
2: That explains a lot.
1: Um. No, you're a butt baby when you are generated, when you put your butt-generated sperm into someone else's butt.
2: Okay, well, so when I think about um, prostate, it makes me think about, like, the medical guys, like, have to go, yeah,
0: you know, prostate like, get, exam. That, get that
2: checked out, and people are always like, ah! Like, take me out to dinner first. Okay, I get it. Like, that's kind of, like, where my understanding of the prostate comes from. But then, like, as I've gotten older, I've learned a lot more about how awesome that is. And it's funny because a lot of guys are not comfortable with any kind of stimulation of the prostate at all. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of, I mean, like, I don't know if that's so much afraid of the butt thing or they're afraid what they're, if they're going to like it. I think they're afraid afraid
1: of... Liking it and then being, like, seen as gay. I yeah. don't... And then
2: wanting, yeah. like, seeking out butt stuff.
1: You know,
0: I, I hate when people get too personal on this show, but to, like, put my own emotions to it, I the reason I could never be into it is entirely out of shame. Is out of, like, no, I... I and feeling violated in the sense of... And I feel gross because yeah. I'm being personal. But... It has nothing to do with this, like, homosexual fear of, like, what if I like it too much and then I want to be with boys? It's more of a, no, I feel gross and I would feel violated because I can no longer be attractive. I can no longer be effective because now Mm. I'm nasty. And that's... Uh, And that brings up its own whole question for all people of... You sound like a
2: virgin, uh, like
0: worried about having sex right I know, <laughs> <laughs> but then, and, and, I know. I, I, I take that stereotype exactly because I feel like there are a lot of people listening to this show who are interested in sexuality because they don't understand or they have questions about their identity. And it brings up that entire question of, if something makes me uncomfortable, yeah. how willing should I be to change that? And how much should I just take comfort and know mm-hmm. that makes me uncomfortable I don't want to go forward with that? Mm-hmm. Because that opens up its own entire debate of... What self-exploration should you go through? Uh, What feelings are wrong towards things that that feel violating towards yourself? Mm -hmm. And then finally, how wrong it is to manipulate other people and saying, if this makes you uncomfortable, you're wrong. You should do this with me because you love me. And there's something totally normal about this. Right. Um, I think
2: I think that I think you nailed it because a lot of people I don't want to try. Yes, right. You pegged it right on the peg's head.
0: Right on the prostate. Right on the prostate. You, right the prostate. <laughs> you missed that one.
2: <laughs> right on the nose. um hey. I, I think that you're tapping into something that I think a lot of people experience. Like a lot of people don't want to try butt stuff at all because it's scary and also they don't know how to do it. It's
0: a dark and cave. it's a
2: thing you don't want to research online because search history is a thing and you don't want to like. I mean, you don't. I mean, it's kind of a weird topic to kind of broach with, um, somebody that you're being intimate with. Like, how do you tell them, Hey, I don't know anything about this, but I kind of want to try this thing. Do you know anything about it? Also like,
0: well, people will be super judgy because yeah. the, the opposite will happen too, where someone will just casually. And I, you know, I've taught this conversation with big groups of guys because, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. in locker room talk, the butt comes up uh, and there are people, if you say anything about the butt and it's, it's things shut the fuck down. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a butt person? Get the fuck out. That, uh,
1: yeah. that actually leads me to Chris's product corner, where Chris oh. invents a terrible product, which oh. is pig the t- peg the peg on the prostate.
0: Oh. And it's a new
1: board game for all for kids of all ages oh, to it's... get them used to pegging. Oh no no no! We so, do not indoctrinate kids in so this. So
2: is this the thing where you have to like it's stick your game. hand in it and you have to try and put the dart in the in the right place where the prostate is inside of a box?
1: Well, you remember like... that dragon head from a few weeks ago? Yeah, it's yes. like that except it's a butt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's right, just for it. used for locating the prostate. Get on
2: your hands and knees and crawl into the so, sphincter. It's <laughs> kind it's
1: kind of like the. It's like reverse operation.
2: You're refusing to leave the Indiana Jones thing, right? <laughs> yeah. is that what's happening?
1: You go, you Indiana go Jones and... is is a very good
0: like representation of sexual exploration.
2: <laughs> Although I'm not gonna, say, I'm not gonna like disagree with you. I actually think that would be a fantastic product because I feel like a lot of guys may not even know where theirs are. Like yeah. a lot I women, didn't. A lot of women don't know where their G spot is, or even if
1: they have it, one. So because, I'm thinking, you know. Yeah. About the size of like a board game. You just <laughs> shove your hand in, you have to feel around for a dish shaped object. And once you find it, you press the button and it's all it's all time, so you t- spaghetti at least Ew. time. It's don't wake daddy. No.
2: <laughs> daddy pops up the whoa. <laughs>
0: I mean, he does look a little bit more pissed than he should for just hearing a squeaky floorboard.
2: Hasbro, call us. We have ideas for you.
1: (laughs) Just wait till you hear my idea about Twister. Dear (laughs) Kinkass, thank you for your interest in our products. Please Please never never write (laughs) us again. Never contact us again. Um, Um, Also, alternatively, Hasbro, if you never want us to mention you again, just pay us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we take cash money.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, let's land right into Product Corner.
0: Oh. Which, if this is your first episode, because I think this would be a great first episode, because the energy has just been fantastic today. You can yeah. cut me saying this if you want, but personally, we're
1: riding a mountaintop right now. I'm going to cut that and put it at the front of every episode. Okay. <laughs> mountaintop
2: of butts. All right. Um, today, I have found all kinds of different products <laughs> that like pair with any other kind of like parts you may already have which is awesome
0: and probably different genres of kink too oh Uh,
2: yeah oh yeah we have hardcore we have softcore we have beginners we have little little bitty ones and we have big old honking things so
0: you should uh, be on qvc for sex products you'd be great (laughs) at that
1: is that a channel i would dana if that does not exist you are the candidate for it isn't it that channel with the old lady who takes sex questions
2: (gasps) i love her
1: Whatever her name is? Yeah.
2: The She's ones that have famous. like the little pillows and they show you on the pillow where you need to rub. Yeah. And then, uh, She's pillow. real
1: famous. Yeah.
0: Nothing. It, it's one of those weird things. It gives me faith name. in humanity when people are when there's like videos of people explaining like weird sexual kinks out there you know you know I, we love the word weird uh, weird sexual kinks but in like a sterile friendly way for beginners mm-hmm. so it's not frightening
2: so it's like grandma explaining to you
0: yeah myself. like it's just it's just it's very it's very non-threatening i like it because kinks are so yeah. like oh my god mm-hmm. i love it when it's put into a non-sexual environment it's not pornography mm-hmm. and it's it's like this is what this is this is this a this puppet goes.
2: and i'm going to show you what this puppet can do to this puppet to make this puppet Love what this puppet's doing, <laughs> right?
1: And it's not scary.
2: Yeah, it's not scary. Look at the sock puppet. Okay, um, but today. So, uh, we guys,
1: were... don't Google old sex lady. <laughs> oh, no. Why not? What's wrong with that? I think
2: she's like German. She's been. She's fantastic. Oh. She's written so many, so many um books. Anyways, okay. Sue well...
1: Johnson. Ooh. Okay. Find it's all of It's Called about Sunday her. Night Sex Show existed for nineteen years. Yeah. Eighty four to two thousand five. Wow. Yeah. Cool.
2: Um, okay, so let's talk about some products. Um, the first thing I'm going to show you guys is the Fieldo, Original Wearable Vibrating Double Dildo in Violet. It comes in lots of different colors, but this one in particular is awesome because it's an insertable. Ladies, people with people with um, uh, vaginas can insert one part of it, and then from there, it literally doesn't even have a harness or anything. It just goes straight
0: Whoa. up, into penis,
2: which is really cool. It's a it's a phallus right there. Oh, that's also, awesome. it has a bullet. Uh, One of those little blip vibrators inside of it, so it's vibrating, so it's pleasurable for both people to rock and rock and rock and suck them. Yeah, everyone's getting, everyone's getting. It's so efficient.
1: I feel like this is an expert level device. Yeah
2: yeah i mean this is definitely i wanted to find something that incorporated more than just a strap on which there's some of those too but i was just really
1: impressed so with this w- we were
0: talking earlier about like how it, no matter what sex there's going to be a dominant and a submissive i feel like that might be like
1: the equalizer like yeah. both people are just in total pleasure yeah, oh
2: absolutely it
1: also is like a giant check mark yeah, yeah or it, yeah, it kind of looks, looks like, like a yeah this it's is the nike logo two.
2: uh this is <laughs> the... <laughs> just do it um Okay, this is the strap you revolver to a uh, vibrating strapless strap-on dildo, Ooh. which also has clip stimulation, which I was absolutely fascinated by. Like, you could play with this just with with yourself or with whatever. Um, but it's also got um, a massaging bullet there and literally just kind of, you know, inserts the way that um, you might expect.
1: If your marriage you is boring. That is amazing. Um if that had an ovipositor type device with it, oh, wow,
2: yeah.
1: or a type device that shot out fake jizz so that uh, a girl no. could jerk off. Quick, quick aside. Yeah. Quote if this is your example. first
0: episode, the ovipositor is a dildo that lays eggs inside of you, and it is one of our favorite things to bring up. Yeah, please Google it.
2: It's fascinating.
0: We are a we are not a show that says please don't Google or don't Google this. We Unless are a show under that 18. says Google it. So don't be listening if you're under
1: eighteen. Keep listening if you're under eighteen. Just don't no, Google
2: stuff. no no okay if you like the idea of like an insertable device that also has a dildo on it this one actually has um a strap-on attached to it so this would make it a little bit more friendly for the beginners um or not beginners but like you know entry level entry
1: it's more
0: Um, it's more (laughs) sane sized
2: yeah well and also i feel like it would be a little bit more stable um but it also again has like a you know kind of device where it will actually like
1: vibrate at the same time. A design for her pleasure.
2: Yeah, it's designed for her and him or whoever. Um, It's definitely um, an all-in-one kind of what I would expect to be used for someone who really wants to have um, some kind of vaginal stimulation while also stimulating somebody else with a dildo. So um, this is a fantastic product. Um, Definitely came in pretty highly rated Um, at $140. I think it's well worth it. Um, Then I also found the intro to pegging femdom kit, uh, which is interesting. It's literally a strap-on with a dildo, and it comes with a mask. So, like, if you're wanting to, like, you know... Yeah,
1: one of those... uh... It's a
0: BDSM starter kit. Well,
2: but here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. One thing I found in my research is that whenever you're first starting to get into butt stuff, it's sometimes hard to do it with being able to see your partner or your partner seeing you. So sometimes it's easier to cover up your eyes a little bit so that you aren't thinking about what's going on. You can kind of get into that headspace where you're less intimidated and you can relax a little bit more whenever your eyes are kind of covered up. You still know what's going on. You're still able to communicate. You're still able to uh, converse with whoever you're playing with. However, sometimes it helps, apparently. So that's that's just my research.
1: Dehumanizing.
2: No, it's not. It's it
0: can just... be, maybe someone wants it to be dehumanizing and that's why yeah. they like it. Maybe someone else likes yeah. it because it's it's about the physical sensation. Yeah. And I don't mean serious.
1: dehumanizing in a bad way. I mean, dehumanizing as in like, I'm one. I'm engaging in this quote alone. I get what you mean. Yeah. I get what but you that's, mean. that's
2: got a negative connotation. That's like a dysphemism. So, like, I wouldn't say dehumanizing. It's just like basically kind of removing your...
0: Consult a, killing, th- consult a thesaurus.
2: This is a shameful thing. I'm taking it back. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, this is a shameful thing. So, like, you want to take out that shame factor. But like, I'm not don't sure. Don't judge me. Don't if, look at
0: me. I do If this. I want to remove that, because someone might look at that mask and say, oh, that's dehumanizing. And I'm fucking into it. Because mm-hmm. some people enjoy being dehumanized in a reasonable yeah. way.
2: That's true.
1: So, I said, I'm taking it back.
2: <laughs> this is my favorite thing that I found.
1: I think I saw it, and it's pretty cool.
2: It's pretty awesome. It is the uh, Doc Johnson jockey lock. <laughs> oh, it's called. <laughs> it's called the Knuckle Up. It improves control of slippery dildos. It's great for pegging and pounding your partner. Um, this is probably for somebody that. I mean, you can basically. Um, well, know, let's
1: describe what it looks like. It's a uh, it's brass, brass knuckles nipples. with a attachment for a dick. Just yeah, when I right
0: think up. I've seen it all, it just. Someone puts peanut butter on jelly and it's like, (laughs) holy shit, who saw that coming? I
2: just think this is pretty freaking awesome. Like
0: brass knuckles with a dildo on the end. You can basically
2: stick any vacuum lock uh, compatible dildo onto this thing and it will stay on there. And basically, you can just put your fingers through it and you can use it for all kinds of pegging things. You can
1: just pound away.
2: You can just pound away. Like, Like your fist pumping in a Jersey Shore club
1: also i uh, do recommend to practice with a heavy bag first <laughs> <laughs> heavy bag yeah punching bag oh,
2: heavy, a heavy oh, bag.
1: have you guys ever okay. played with brass
0: knuckles i think they're illegal yeah they're uh yeah they're illegal uh, but it this depends okay. uh you can i think actually, it's plastic
2: i can can you see somebody like getting this because it was cheaper than the brass knuckles version i was like, actually like, about to
1: suggest that like uh, well you, you, you spray it can... with that stuff that like fixes <laughs> boat seals <laughs> You can get a license for uh, brass knuckles. Uh, Whoa, brass. that's awesome! Yeah, some bouncers are uh, licensed to carry them. Mm. That's really cool. Can I get the one with little spikes on it? <laughs> uh, no, those are really cool. Oh. Uh, don't get in a fight with a with a bouncer because they might have brass knuckles. No, I, I
0: I got yelled at by a bouncer once, and I said I'm sorry, and, he and said, he pulled out brass knuckles yeah,
2: and he with said a dildo you should
1: it. leave, and I said I'm really sorry. I don't
2: know that might be more effective than the original brass knuckles.
1: <laughs> yeah, depending no, on depending on
2: how <laughs> they feel about. Pulls buttons.
1: that out and says. Oh, you'll be sorry. <laughs> yes, daddy.
2: <laughs> okay. um, so I also found this is for people, folks with, with penises.
0: That's thick. um
2: This is a five and a half inch curved cock, uh, hollow strap on. It fits over, um, you know, a penis. Uh, it's for men and women. Great solution for erectile dysfunction. Also used for pegging. So this is a great op- option for, you know, if you're wanting the feeling, the sensation of it. Um, but it's also a strap-on, and you can have your penis inside of, of this particular device, which is fantastic.
0: Man, we live in the um, future. You're fucking a vagina, and that vagina is a dick, and that dick can be fucking anything. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yo, very... bro, I heard you like pussies, so I put these... a pussy <laughs> a these... inside a dick inside a pussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's it's fascinating because like a lot of these things are actually fairly reasonably priced. A lot of the last few things that i looked at are on Amazon. So, like, they're, like, in the $15 to $20 range. Um, Also, I found um, a bunch of other toys, including one in particular that's a cock cage texture sleeve. um, It's got one star. Yeah, it's got one star, but I feel like there are other ones that you can look at that are close to this. But this is just a type of toy. Um, But it's kind of interesting because it adds a different texture to that. So, if you're trying to go for massaging that particular place in the prostate, uh, looking for that magical disc, um this is this is maybe a thing that you might use. Uh there's also all kinds of um penis enhancers, um sheath um uh vibrating, you know Ooh. cock rings. They're not rings. No, it's like a sleeve. These are sleeves. Oh.
1: Yeah.
2: Um there's a whole bunch of Whoa, what? Uh, pleasure oh. <laughs> penis enhancements.
1: they got <laughs> was, oh. I thought that was a row of four dicks that were all connected. well it's
0: fingers. I mean if you think about it, fingers are kinda like a row of four dicks <laughs>
2: Um, And there's also some that actually have, like, attachments with anal balls, so you can have that anal ball in there while also having your uh, cock sheath uh, for pegging, so there's also kind of, like, multi-use things. It's like
1: truck nuts, Um, except for your butt. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) But, but nuts. <laughs> That's what
2: um, the best one I found for this is the uh, Grand Mamba XL jock style cock
0: Sheet. Whoa. I, ha- which
2: is a strap on and I'm going to read you the description. Um, it's a strap on, but it's also one that you can put your penis into. And it says this clear penis extender adds length, girth and hardness while allowing your rod to show through. The elastic waist and ergonomic base hold it tight to your body as the realistic head and textured shaft penetrates your partner. It can be used hard or soft uh, with a hole in the base uh, that allows your balls to hang down. How do you make it hard? uh, You can use it when you are hard or soft.
1: okay, 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 okay.
2: A single strap runs up the back. Um and the sturdy elastic stretches to fit most any size. So um this is a fantastic product. I was really impressed with it. Not only is it something that you can like wear, but you can also see your own penis while you're also wearing it.
0: It looks like Mr. Freeze's like a uh, gun ray from Freeze Ray from uh Batman Forever. yeah, yeah. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, sorry. I just
2: think I think it's fantastic. Frankly, if I had a penis, I would want to wear this thing anyways, just to be like la 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 la.
0: I worry it would look like lala, it's throws frozen. No. Well, it looks like a block of ice But yeah, that, yeah, that's my own thing
2: But it's hot
0: What if I you had think. one that was slightly yellow So your dick looked like it was trapped in amber Like the mosquito from the beginning of what Jurassic Park What if you had March?
1: one that had an LED light on the tip And it was mm-hmm. like uh, E.T. fucking you That exists It was just marketed so as a cool. toy
2: <laughs> It's like you're spelunking
1: <laughs>
2: With a light
0: Trying to find the disc Of okay. the mini-80s <laughs>
2: Um, Also, I found an assortment of different prostate massagers, which are way longer than two inches. Um, The majority of these are actually way longer. But um, some of these are really cool.
0: They look like squids
1: from afar. Some of them
2: are meant to be used, like, with a hand. Like, you hold on to it, and it's a prostate massager. Um, And some of them can be worn... Um, in other ways as well. So this is kind of uh, an interesting one that you can adjust and it kind of massages your prostate from the outside and also from the inside. Um, And then there's also another one. Oh, that
1: one goes on your dick and then Uh up your butt.
2: Yes, so it actually connects to your balls um, and then, you know, curves around into into (laughs) the
1: asshole. For our listeners, it is a dick ring where the base of the dick ring, a uh, arm comes off and then back backwards and up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, pretty fascinating. I was really impressed by some of the designs that they have of this, but a lot of these are ergonomic um, and not very expensive.
0: Yeah, usually we recommend like buying the nicest sex toy available, but it looks like you can actually get these for cheap for safe. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. don't buy used and don't buy the cheapest one and read yeah. your ratings, but yeah. it looks yeah. like you can get a solid pegging tool for like
1: 12 bucks. Yeah. Don't go to Salvation Army and look for sex toys. <laughs> but do
2: ask, ask a clerk It'll be
1: especially fun. since they're a very Christian group. <laughs> yeah,
2: record your reaction. Um, but I think hey, you can
0: true. love Jesus and love pegging. Yeah, I, we don't ju- we don't judge anybody. Yeah, true, even
2: Jesus had a butt. So
0: um, there's jokes I want to make, but no, I think care. I have a line of what might get me murdered. So
2: yeah, let's not. I'm do not
1: going to make any jokes about that. Uh,
2: But we are interested in your thoughts and opinions. If you found other cool products that you want to share with us or mention uh, to us, we would love some feedback. We absolutely love hearing from our listeners. Um, We've actually become best friends with a few. So
1: Yeah, Yeah, email us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com.
0: I can't begin to express how much we fucking love hearing from people. If you listen to this podcast, 100%. Please drop us a line. Yep. We are not scary. We talk to everyone. We're still small enough that we can do that. Uh, we would love to hear from you, especially if we get things wrong. I run my mouth a lot, mm-hmm. so I'd love to be told when I'm wrong, and we'll
1: correct on air. And we we'll can even do an interview if you want. So also, we...
2: I'm still learning where the prostate is, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Should> <laughs> that's we, fascinating. Uh, Let me know. Uh, move on to pop culture since we did it. We yeah, let's we'll do pop culture <gasps> real quick. You got? He's me. got some notes. Uh, not necessarily pop culture but uh it a very popular story from uh reddit uh that uh blew up and is one of the, like the famous reddit comments i'm new to reddit what should i read first exactly. well first buddy does the
0: narwhal bake? when when does the narwhal bacon chris when does the narwhal bacon when does the narwhal bacon that's the crispy oh, right. bacon that's the old Reddit before there were Russian bots. <laughs> what about the new Reddit where it's all about R slash the Donald, Jesus,
1: and fake news? It is, it is so ridiculously easy to spot a bot. Now, now I don't that, know, Chris. Now that you know that ninety percent of redditors are bots,
0: I've I've asked bots in the past when does the narwhal bacon, and they usually don't know. So I am thinking right now, Chris, you might be a bacon. It's I mean, Midnight, you might be right? a bot, huh? Midnight. Chris is in the secret Reddit club. He's one of us.
1: Yeah. So uh, <coughs> a uh, a guy commented, I, I believe it was an Ask Reddit thread of like something that you were like terrified that you found out about yourself or something weird. Uh, he uh, went to go get a prostate exam and uh, when the doctor was giving him the exam, he audibly moaned. Uh, he had never had his prostate stimulated before and uh, he was like
0: isn't this john mulaney is it john mulaney has a stand-up bit about having never had a prostate touch
1: before and he goes whoa i'm sorry this was a reddit comment okay i believe he said he jizzed on the table oh
2: wow from one tiny little touch it's the uh, yeah that's the thing so what about it that's the pop culture reference
1: that's the one i've got
0: I don't have. Uh, I mean, I've heard pegging referenced in things. It's kind of an. It's R-rated humor, uh-huh. so I'm sure it's come up on, on HBO on one of Lena Dunham's television programs. Um,
2: the only reference she I doesn't really write have comedy like a bunch of different TV shows where they kind of make fun of strap-ons. That's all I've got.
0: Uh, Eric Wareheim wore a strap-on in a bit of tim and eric's billion dollar movie and he had it pierced
1: i guarantee there Edward. is an episode of sex in the city where this is mentioned mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. oh you're such a charlotte um let's move <laughs> on to the fdi i want to start mine off so uh we're just because something's higher on the fdi does not mean it's forbidden and uh, so it's dropping a
1: five bomb <laughs> no
0: this is a three and i think as you ascend on the fdi it's just the amount of vigilance that needs to go into it the amount of communication the amount of safety i've always viewed uh the fdi also as like how safe is it to just try it on a drunken one night stand Mm -hmm. and if you imagine the higher it is the more you shouldn't do it like this requires vigilance this is not something you can jump in and try once uh, as much as there's absolutely nothing wrong with the butt, and the butt is no different from the nipples or the or the mouth or any, or any other androgynous zone erogenous androgynous, androgynous erogenous zone <laughs> the butt is a different in the sense that it requires more care Mm -hmm. and more communication, especially if you're putting things in the butt Mm -hmm. and we're very lighthearted about the discussion because like, there's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with it. But if you're putting things up the butt, you have to do your research, you have to do your homework, you have to do your communication. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think, I think three, well, it initially sounds high and it's obviously not a four and Mm -hmm. you know, five is the only thing we say you shouldn't do, you know, Three, I think, is a fair, solid warning sign for the butt is not a plaything. Mm-hmm. It is a plaything, but it's not a plaything.
2: I'm going to take a half step down and give it a two and a half. Okay. I know we don't usually give halves, but I'm going to say there's a two and a half. You
0: want to because you like the butt.
1: I it's, give abs all the
0: time.
2: It's a butt. I think that it's a great place to explore some other feelings, some other sensations with somebody that you're playing with that you trust a lot and have a good communication system with because. Um, I think it can open up some maybe interesting ways that you can break away from the norm. It'd be
0: fun. But granted, we're not talking about butt play. We're talking about pegging specifically. Yeah. So yeah. would you pegging give? Would you pegging specifically is mm-hmm. a two and a half. Two and a half. I think that's fair. Chris Peggy. I Chris would Peggy. give
1: this just a two. Okay. okay. Um, I feel like there has there's a there is a big stereotype in pop culture that uh once relationships grow stale mm-hmm. like this is a step that is taken and uh like as long as you know you're not grabbing the biggest dildo in the store it's like all you need is lube and a butt and yeah. a, a little butt plug or
0: that's fair i might be biased because of my own discomforts which i mean i acknowledge that going in is I don't want stuff in my butt, so it makes yeah. me more uncomfortable and I'm willing to admit.
2: Well, and so there's lots of other ways to, like, get there, too. There's, like, training, um, you know, um, dildos where you can, like, you know. Yeah,
1: there's the training butt plugs.
2: That's it. Um, where you can kind of, like, slowly train your butt to be more receptive to larger objects. But that's, like, that's kind of on a side note from pegging.
0: Well, and I think it's safe to say that anything that requires training is not going to be a one.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, it takes it takes
0: yeah. time. So. Yeah. it's been okay. a while since we've really, you know, gone through the FDI, and you know, a one is really something that it's completely safe, no big deal to just mm-hmm. jump into. Right, Mr. Know.
1: Miyagi taught us how important training is. <laughs>
2: Yes, very good.
0: Okay, any final notes? No, I, I just want to say that this has been a. I've had a great time in this episode. episode. This was a really fun episode. In fact, I would recommend like using this one as our like introduction to people. And yeah. If someone says they're interested in the show, it's like, oh, try out the butt plugs episode or yeah. the uh, <laughs> try
1: episode. Try out pegging. Also, that episode would be good too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I always want to end with the disclaimer because we are very open about sexuality mm-hmm. and we very much normalize ideas. Please don't use our podcast as a way of pressuring someone into something they don't want to do. I, I think don't that, be the person that says, "See, they say it's cool." Yeah, as mm-hmm. if if you're trying to pressure someone into a sex act that they're kind of uncomfortable with, don't use this episode as a way of saying like, "See how normal it is? See how it's no big deal?" Let's you know mention that you're into someone and request that they explore it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't fucking push them. Don't push people into things they don't want to do.
1: Right. But with that said have an open explore with honest discussion. Yeah. And
2: especially, yeah, like I said in before, like definitely try it try yourself, try your own fingers, try your own, you know, attempt at, you know, figuring out how that feels by yourself before you get engaged. Engage
0: Everyone with
1: starts partner. with a sharpie, you
0: know, and it sounds <laughs> it sounds fucking hokey, but you know, to 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 say something genuinely that I've been thinking about a lot in in life is you do have to love yourself. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I mean that in both a sexual way and an emotional way and on an intellectual way. Mm-hmm. You you have to have a value in yourself. And I think part of that is in uh, both intellectual, creative and sexual exploration is mm-hmm. be willing to take yourself, care about yourself and and see what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's the thing I said. So tell me, what was the sign off that you wanted? Uh, safe impalings
1: yeah safe and palings so safe and palings everybody
0: <laughs> safe and palings folks next week we'll see you for milfs and Dilfs. or, or Angie a different
1: butler related episode but milfs it might be but- it but- might be butt month it might be, butt month. <laughs> it might be butt
2: month.
0: next week do we want to rearrange things we just do an episode on good old-fashioned anal
2: i don't know but i will consult our butler
0: be pretty much Ah, uh, yeah it would more or less be the same thing yeah okay write us write to us bye